Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Canary. The bird has landed on beautiful Bainbridge Island, conveniently located at 499 Madison Avenue. ASE master technician Clint Ramsey brings over 15 years of experience, award-winning diagnostic skill, and a desire to reinvent the automotive repair experience. Schedule an appointment online at bluecanary.biz or call them today at 206 206- Four five one four two two zero. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. That's good podcast, Bill. You found the Bystander Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Happy generic time of day to you. I appreciate Blue Canary for your sponsorship, as well as Sound Reaper Graphics in the Pavilion. You can also help sponsor the show on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Today, I'm talking to Hannah and Lisa from the newly formed, new to me, Hot Hot Yoga Studio down on Winslow Avenue. How are you guys doing? I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to genderify anybody by saying, hey, guys, ladies, how are we doing? Doing good. Very well. Good, Thank good. you for having us. Oh, my pleasure. Um, I'm interested. I've dilly-dallied with yoga myself um, all my life, but I've yet to take hot yoga. But um, my son is very much into the... And my wife and some friends into the hot and the cold plunge. And I am a strong steam room sauna lover. <laughs> but uh, sweating and stretching, I, I don't know. You know, as as a 56-year-old, I want to increase my flexibility. So I need to know more about hot yoga. Yes. Hana, what is hot yoga? Hot, hot yoga is, um, so we, we offer, you know, a variety of intensities and temperature ranges as well. Um, Yeah, like a Scoville uh, (laughs) hot sauce Um, rating here. Yeah, chili peppers in the menu. Can you you get that uh, microphone a little closer? Yeah. Thanks. Um, But essentially, uh, hot, hot yoga is, um, you know, we begin with, typically with breathing and, and intro, and then we intensify depending on the class type that you go uh, into. Um, and then we follow, uh, you know, each instructor is very different in the sequence that they offer, but we um, try to kind of follow a generally 
similar sequence from class to class and um and then obviously wind down at the end and any sweat profusely <laughs> towards the you know the peak poses and you've brought one of those instructors and lisa here today um lisa how long have you been doing yoga so <clears throat> I've been practicing yoga very consistently for going on 10 years. Um, I probably started practicing in around the 2002 timeframe, but it was very inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I love the intensity of a hot vinyasa class, which is movement with breath. And I, I was a runner. I like to sweat. And so I always had kind of, my approach to yoga was always like, after I've done everything else, I'll go do yoga. And um, and back in 2013, a friend referred me to a hot vinyasa class, which was kind of a newer thing back then. And, and vinya- vinyasa is from India? Is that where that derives from? Uh, the term is, I guess it's a Sanskrit term. So, yes. I mean, but it's just it, what it means is movement with breath, mm-hmm. right? So it's instead of it being static. You're kind of moving through poses and transitions. Um, or falling down in my case. <laughs> no, there's no falling. Um, I teach people of all levels and everyone is successful. And the thing that's beautiful about yoga is there is no, you know, ribbon at the end of the race. There is no there is no perfect. We're always growing. We're always learning. I learn something new in my practice every day. And I've been doing it for a long time. And I think anyone who's been practicing for a long time will tell you that, that you're always kind of learning and exploring and there's no, you know, perfect pose or pre-or on right or wrong. I mean, obviously there are alignment cues and things that we want to do to protect the body, but it's it's not um, this uh, judgy kind of thing, right? Like like running a race mm-hmm. or where you're – let's not like that. So There's, there's no competition open. other yes. than the competition with yourself. With yourself. Mm-hmm. And we even try to you know teach people to let go of that a bit, right, and give yourself a break. I and mean, that's the beautiful thing about it. Not every day is the same. Yeah, it should be relaxing. Not, yeah. The thing that turns me <laughs> off about yoga the most is when an instructor goes too fast right. or talks too much. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's great feedback. Thank you. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Don't go to Lisa's class. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, back to the original question, um, you know, when I found hot vinyasa, I was hooked. And all of a sudden, my practice went from being kind of once a week or here or there. And I, I used to be involved in a group exercise and, and taught a lot of classes at the gym. And I would teach yoga on occasion. But it went to being something that became the core of what I did. Mm -hmm. And it's been life-changing for me. And I love it. And my husband does it now. And we do it together. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I was so excited when Hannah opened up the studio here on the island because I moved from North Carolina. And I had trouble finding a studio that kind of matched what I wanted. I was teaching in Silverdale and Polsbo and what have you, and having this right here on the island now has just been, it's a great community. It's a great group of people. We love it. That's mm-hmm. awesome to hear. Um, I'm going to ask you to get that mic a little closer to you, both are very soft-spoken. Um, hot, hot yoga, Hana. Is When you talk about um, the intensity, is that the heat or the amount of uh, poses in a sequence? Uh, what, where does that lie? 
It's a little bit of both. It's a combo, really. Um, so there is a range of heat, starting with the yin class being kind of the warmest, the least heated, mm-hmm. um, and ranging ranging up to 26 pose, formerly known as Bikram. Um, and that one is... Why is it formerly known? <clears throat> <laughs> because, well, right, well because it's a franchise for starters, right? You can't like use that word unless you, yeah. Okay. And then but there's, there's also some, um, you know, negative association with Bikram mm-hmm. as a person. So um, we hold on, hold on. I want, I want to hear about <laughs> Google it. <laughs> uh, there's I don't a whole documentary and everything. <laughs> I, I saw that documentary about. Wasn't that in Oregon? No, like the, Bikram? Some yoga master that California. started a cult or something. Yeah, it was a little cult. Yeah, it's real cultish. Yeah. Had the Rolls Royce and yeah. you know. California. He was in California, but from well, India. Yeah. yeah, what was that movie called? Do you remember? I don't remember, but we we could Google it. Did you guys watch it? I you, did. I did. <laughs> you're a Google master. <laughs> Just like, I, what did we do before Google? Library. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about the sequences how hot is the hottest and what's your heat bill like uh yeah <laughs> thanks um so the hottest is is the 26 pose and it goes up to 105 six sometimes depending on how many people are in there it can go higher than that because you know people do you have a big thermometer create. on the wall i do and i try to hide it from people <laughs> because because sometimes when it exceeds that then people focus on thermometer or time versus their practice right i do that in the steam room i'm looking out the window wiping it off uh-huh. going how many more minutes until i get to 20 minutes yeah. um run of patrick um i found my fitness of the podcast i listened to and she really talks a lot about how important uh, heat exercise is to longevity and and you know keeping you disease free even mm-hmm. you have a longer mortality if you practice mm-hmm. with heat but 20, 20 minutes is the minimum so mm-hmm. i'm right there at minimum status but at times i will be concentrating on that clock and not breathing and not feeling comfortable and i i get it yeah yeah so we still have one thermometer in the studio that's affixed and it's showing temperature, but we used to have multiple all around the room so we can get a good gauge so we mm-hmm. don't exceed, overly exceed. Uh, we've taken those away. <laughs> and is, your studio is just a, basically an empty square, right? And you have infrared heat in there? Infrared heaters on the ceiling and the ceiling panels. Um, and it is a historic building. It's very poorly insulated. So, yes, winter. Is that the definition of historic buildings <laughs> no, on Well, for the hot studio, it's the most significant it's factor. A it's a challenge that's we're, we're always, you know, all the instructors are constantly trying to come up with uh, different ways to insulate, like little cracks or even, you know, around the exterior door. Mm-hmm. Or like taped it. Yeah. Like <laughs> in the winter, it's hard to keep the heat up. And in the summer, it gets really hot, right? Because... Um, the temperature outside can affect the temperature inside because of the poor insulation, mm-hmm. right? So, Before I throw your landlord under the bus, tell me about <laughs> how you uh, came upon that spot because that's a good story. 
Yeah, it is interesting. I was coming back from uh, the ferry, and it was my it was my birthday, and I walked past this place, and I see the landlord. She was kind of moving the sign. I don't know if she was taking it away or putting it in, but um, for whatever reason, I took a picture, and maybe it was like my birthday courage magic that propelled <laughs> me to text her and uh, and ask about it. Uh, but when when I did, she was like, "No, this is you've got you've got a few people ahead of you. This space, you know, it's great location." But I'll hear you out. So, like, what what are you thinking? And I said that ever since I moved to Bainbridge, I was really looking for a hot yoga studio and hoping to open something like that in her space. And she kind of instantly changed her attitude and said, that's actually really cool because my whole idea for this complex that she owns would be a wellness kind of center. Um, so she said, if you can button everything up by March 1, and it was February 8th, <laughs> I'll give you a priority. And so I have never been a business owner. I've never written a business plan. I've never done any of this. I've never talked to banks. I basically went home and I studied all of this on Google <laughs> day and night until I put together a business plan. Um, and I started talking to banks and really last second, everything came together and, and she gave me the lease. Very cool. Yeah. It's I'm going to really have to exciting. talk to Google about sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So how long have you been in that space now? So we officially opened on um, May 7. Yeah. Yes, May 7. Wow. So, so yeah. day before my son's birthday. Cool. Yeah. He, he does yoga every once in a while. It's nice to do it with him. Uh, he's much more flexible, though. <laughs> how old is your son? Fifteen. Cool. What, yeah. what is Almost. We're, we have a sixteen. Uh, sixteen. That he'll be sixteen on May eighth, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll so come in for like, the year party. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy him a, a gift, uh, a class pack for his birthday. Look at you! First Google, <laughs> now she's selling. Me. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> You're cracking me up, Lisa. <laughs> It's hard to talk around you. I have to Google how to talk around Lisa. Um, so, how many classes are you? You have a bunch of instructors, what, eight or so? Yeah, and we have um, quite a few on this subs list. So, when somebody's traveling, we have a few others to. On a daily basis, how many classes are run through there? Three to four. Mostly yeah. in the morning or all day? or So the idea was to have a pretty consistent schedule that kind of lines up with uh, the ferry. So one was early morning, starting at 6, and then one is... Um, I'll be skipping that one. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> That's the best one. Um, then we do offer one mid-morning or noon. So um, I don't know if we're... And do, you, do you have an evening class at all? And we have evening classes too, um, usually... Uh, five thirty six. We're trying. We're trying out a four forty five to see how that works for people. And how's the response been? In general, for all of the classes, yeah, yeah. Um, they're we're growing, and it, it, we have this great community. And especially like now that in the winter, 
um, people are like flocking in, right? Because yeah. it's cold and, and rainy and, and the and heat dark. feels so good. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really growing the community and, and, um, people are trying it out more and more. And we have a core group of people who've been coming since the beginning, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's like, yeah. it's, it's so much fun. It, and this is a yeah. bicycle slash yoga community. It is. In a yeah. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's the yoga house uh, mm-hmm. off day road. Yeah. Um, the parks department does some pretty good yoga. Mm-hmm. The Burke where I work out has yoga classes as well. Yeah. So people are into it. They yeah. Are. People are liking it. What are some of the health benefits for hot, hot yoga? Yeah. So I think that the biggest differentiator for us um, is the infrared heat. And I think, uh, you know, it provides different health benefits than uh, the heat that's blown in. Um, there's a lot of uh, t- talk about, uh, you know, allergens too that are produced when you're blowing heat in versus this infrared heat oh, that hits the surfaces. So the idea was that it would promote, you know, it would act as a source of heat that heats you from the inside and it heats the surfaces around you, but it doesn't necessarily heat the temperature that you're in. So um, it also helps with um, seasonal, uh, what's it, the SAD. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it provides that kind of similar uh, heat that the sunshine would provide. Um, so some people come just for that. You know, they mm-hmm. they come and they do what they can. Um, Corpse pose, just lay there. And then they lay there <laughs> and like, you know, they're, they're absorbing the heat and they're yeah. relaxing. Uh, yeah. And that's totally fine. Yeah, as long as the check clears, right? <laughs> as long as the heat is paid. <laughs> Uh, Hannah, t- t- tell the people um, a little bit about your background, because um, you've come from a, a land far away. Far, far away, yeah. So I come from Croatia. I came, um, I came, <laughs> Lisa, we're going to have to Google how to drink water around a microphone. Um, I, I came in the early 90s during the Yugoslavian um, war, and I... Went to school in University of Utah for architecture because that's what I resolve I would do after, you know, after all the destruction that I saw. And I um, finished school and moved to Seattle to work. Um, and I've lived in Seattle for 15 years prior to moving to Bainbridge. And how long have you been on the island? Seven years. Hmm. Similar path. I lived in Seattle for a long time, moved out here. A little longer than that, but um, yeah, it's a it's a nice uh, change of pace, and yes. I still can get back to the city anytime I want. Yeah, unless the ferry's not running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's somebody in a shark fin that uh, jet skis to work from kidding? the island. Now you see him on the ferry by the ferry every once in a while. He comes right alongside it. Oh. And, uh, I've seen a guy with a cape. Might that be the same, same guy. guy. <laughs> Like Might have see m- the cape flowing. Multiple. Uh, I'm just shocked outfits. when I see people on a bicycle in the middle of the winter in the rain. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it bad. has it has to be like 80 degrees and sunny for me to get on a bike yeah. <laughs> leisurely. <laughs> Beach cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, electric bikes are quite the hit too. You know, I really enjoy mine. Um, but you know, clothes yeah. have also become yeah, great performance wear and uh, you don't have to bundle up in a million pieces of clothing to ride your bike any longer. And Unless you like hot yoga. <laughs> that's where you get the performance clothes. 
go to class and cool off on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Well, I, I actually saw a gentleman ride a bike into to your studio the other day. I was walking yeah, a dog. We, have a few, we do that. have a few people that uh, I, I won't mention anyone by name, but one of my regulars rides her bike a lot. Yeah, at six a.m. Oh wow! Yeah, good on her. Yeah, you should shout her out. Power woman. I love you, Mariella. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> Yes, keep up the good work. Keep inspiring people. <laughs> so, what's the long-term goals for your studio? Well, we're just we're just babies right now, so we're trying to grow it, uh, fill fill the classes a little bit um, more, and then um, possibly grow it to a diff- another location, maybe a second hot hot yoga somewhere in the island that's more more insulated <laughs> <laughs> with heated heated floors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We might have to edit that out so your landlord doesn't hear that. (laughs) She tossed you a bone and you tossed it back at her. (laughs) As soon as we get this going, we're out of here. No, I would would never give up this location if she lets me keep it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great location. Outstanding location just past uh, BEMA, the art museum there, and um, real close to the ferry and right on the main tourist drag. Yeah. And, and, it's like the look without the location, I wouldn't have the instructors. Honestly, I try to advertise everywhere: social media, Craigslist, um, next door, and I got zero responses—not a single response. And then, as soon as I put a "looking for instructors" sign on that window, mm. literally all of them came, and it That's was <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, it was a sign. I saw you putting a, a thing, and I, I was had just thinking about it <laughs> from where I used to teach. Come that came across, like over to the other studio, and they'd say, "Did you see that they're opening a new one, a studio on Bainbridge?" And I'm like, "No." So they, <laughs> I had students telling me they're like, "You need to teach there." And, uh, yeah, so very cool. Yeah, I, I, I just had an idea pop in my head. Um, and that's amazing. <laughs> but um, what about having like a little uh, open studio during the art walk the first Friday of every month? That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Maybe have a little hand pan or um, some type of chanting going on and people could go. That's a, a really cool idea. That's yoga. a great idea. Serve a little food maybe. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little tour. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Or just like a little 20-minute thing. Like, hey, try it out. Yeah. Try it out, kids. We're going to do that. Done. Right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I'll be there. Awesome. Hey, Mama, had a good idea. <laughs> so has anybody passed out in one of your classes? Not that I know of. Anybody die? Uh, oh, God, no. no <laughs> Don't say that. Knock on wood. <laughs> no. so, so safe. It's totally safe. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, what kind of class do you teach? Um. How would you describe my class? Huh? Powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so my class, um, I, I I like to have a good intensity. I like to do interesting choreography. So some of the things that I teach in class are maybe different than what a lot of people who are used to a traditional yoga class um, are familiar with. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, it's for all levels. I give modifications if you need to. Modify a pose if that doesn't feel comfortable in your body. If you're really advanced, I give mm-hmm. you options for advancing. Um, so I've had full classes where I've got everyone from a beginner who hasn't done yoga in a long time or not at all 
to really advance people. And they, I find that they're generally all very successful. Um, and we just have fun. I mean, I think it should be fun. At the end of the day, I feel like if we're doing something because we feel like we have to exercise-wise, it's not sustainable, right? Mm. We're just going to – at some point, we're just going to be like – yeah, I get good results or whatever, but I just don't like it. And I don't want to spend my time doing that. And our days are so spent with a lot of things that we have to do and not want to do. So I try to make it fun, um, play fun music and, and just let people explore and not, you know, it's not judgy. It's not, no, you're not doing that right. It's just have mm -hmm. fun with it and do what you can do your best. And I think most people come in Maybe they are feeling anxious or have had a rough day or whatever. And regardless of what happens on your mat, the fact that you got there and is you showed up and you, it's a win and you feel better when you leave. And that's my goal mm -hmm. is just to make it inclusive and where everyone can. It's very well said. Find. <clears throat> Not as bad as I first thought. <laughs> well, thank you. Hannah, <laughs> what class do you teach? I don't teach. Ah. I don't teach. I um, do. You have your two hundred hours though. Or? I do, but uh, I I only. Well, I've you got a real job. <laughs> I've been practicing for a long time, uh, but I've only gotten certified when I opened the studio, thinking I might be able to sub when somebody travels or something like that. But I quickly learned that practicing and being certified has nothing to do with being a good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> So I, um, until I can maybe balance my time a little bit better to, to get some solid practice yeah. of teaching under my belt, I'm kind of staying out of it and letting the pros do, <laughs> do their thing. Um, hopefully soon. And, yeah. and you have a bevy of instructors, like eight or so, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a nice number. Yeah. They have yeah. a great group of instructors, a great team of people. They all bring something different to the program which mm -hmm. I think is kind of cool, right? So if you went to a class every day, the different instructor, you'd have a great experience, but it would be a different experience, right? Because mm -hmm. well, we all focus on different things. And so if you're, I mean, the beautiful thing about yoga is it's not just the physical. There is a, it's mm -hmm. a physical practice for sure. It can help well, it's mental, with your fitness, it? but it's the mental, it's the spiritual part of it, not in a religious sense, but right. the mind-body connection. And we all have a different way of approaching it. And and so from a physical aspect, it's almost like cross-training, right? You can go to Sean's class and learn something totally different than what, you, what I'm teaching in my class mm -hmm. the next day, even mm -hmm. though there's consistency in the way we build a flow, et cetera. You know, you also might help. work a different part of the body or, yeah, you know, also it I mean? hits yeah. different muscle yeah. groups. And then, and we all have a different approach and we message things and talk about things. And I think that's the other cool thing about yoga versus going to the gym, right? Like there's, mm -hmm. we talk about, you know, being kind as an example mm -hmm. and, and giving yourself a break and, and, and all of these really positive affirmations and messaging that I think people find helpful mm -hmm. in their life. That is, so it's not just about banging out another push up or, right. you know what I mean? It's, it's and do you guys have mirrors in the studio. We do. <clears throat> yeah. I noticed like the group fitness at the club. I feel like I'm being judged or I'm judging other people. I know when I do yoga, I got to concentrate on myself. I can't even look at somebody else. Otherwise I'm going to fall over or I'm <laughs> going to swallow my breath because 
the hardest part for me is just getting in the relaxation part of it. And that's really why I want to do yoga is not only to be flexible as I age, but to have a re relaxing experience. Like I told you earlier, I don't like an instructor that talks the entire time. Mm -hmm. I want to feel the stretch, be able to breathe while I'm stretching and get some sort of relaxation out of it. That's always been my favorite experiences. And I, it's good that you have different instructors because I've gone to some classes and I'll be like, I will never be. I took laughing yoga. Have you ever done that? Yeah. I've never done that. Worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it works the core. <laughs> laughing is great for the core. Yeah, tell me a joke. You know, <laughs> that's good for my core. How do you do? How do you do laughing? Well, you go through these breathing exercises and then you're like, oh, they give you a concept of something that you should find funny, but they don't tell you anything funny. So now they're trying to consistently make you laugh for 30 seconds and then a minute, you know, and then deeper. Now you're going to hold in your stomach and, you know, it's just, it's some weird voodoo. <laughs> kind of sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I still want to do the, the um, goat yoga. That's real popular out here with the miniature goats. Please don't bring goats into the studio. <laughs> I just heard about it from one of our instructors. Yeah. It's a but big we're not thing doing in the it south. in the studio. Yeah, it's a big thing in this, like, because I moved here from North Carolina. And, yeah, they're all about that. And It's a big thing. It's a, it's a thing. I, I don't get <laughs> it's it. It's a thing. I don't get it at all, but it's a thing. It's and a we thing. actually have a member at our studio who has goats. And so I'm sure she will donate That's the goats. Right. But That's if we okay. could do it outside, that would be better. We'll do it on art walk night. It'll be goats. Oh goats, art, and yoga. <laughs> In the back. I have allergies. <laughs> well, the infrared will take care of the allergies, right? That's right. No, you bend over and the goat jumps on your back and starts walking on it. It's just like a chiropractor slash yoga. <laughs> I'm taking you two. We're going. <laughs> Um, Lisa, what would you like to see happen at the studio in the in the future? Do you have any ideas for it and, and plans? Like, I would like to see my class get this size, or I'd like to do multiple classes, or I'd like to impact people's lives in a certain way. Hmm. What type of goals do you have individually um, well, as an instructor? So individually, I mean, I, I love seeing a full class, and I like seeing consistency in who's coming to those classes because – um, when people are coming consistently to your class, you can kind of build mm -hmm. on, on what you're teaching them. You, there's themes and you can, and it's exciting both for the person themselves as well as for the instructor when you start to see people improving and you see them working on a particular thing, their balance just in general or particular poses and you see the improvement and, and that's fun. And, but I would love to see, I want to see all of the classes full. You know, every instructor, every class, I want to add more classes so that, you know, the the studio that I started practicing at in Raleigh, North Carolina, we'd have 10 classes a day and they would all be pretty, pretty full. Mm -hmm. And I want to see us get there because I, I think um, I think a lot of people are sometimes nervous or put out by, oh, hot yoga. I don't know if I could do that. And it's for everybody. And um and, you know, some people hate the heat, and that's cool. Um, but Is it I mostly think, men that dislike the heat? No, not necessarily. It's, it, it's been growing. Yeah, we the have male a, lot of, been growing. a lot of male population. And um, 
Uh, you know, I think some people are just nervous um, about it because it sounds – sometimes I think, you know, it – Sounds intense. It sounds intense, and it can be. Um, but there's a lot of things I could not do in my yoga practice until I found the heated oh. vinyasa because I was a runner. I was always tight. I was not flexible. And yoga is more about – it's not just about the flexibility. There's a lot of strength building. Yeah, It'll build sure. your core and Balance. all of it, right? Um, and when I found the heated vinyasa, like I was able to start doing things I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't touch my toes when I first started practicing. Get out. Seriously. Because of the tightness from running, your hamstrings? Yeah. Like the, I was just always very tight, my low back, all of it. And so it's. It, Here's it, a little the trick. Is a <laughs> Sit in a, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> sit in a chair and yeah. bring your foot up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for me, like I, I had back surgery back oh, in 2016. Man. What I, was one going on there? Um, oh, I, you know, major issues with L4, L5, right? So they're fused now. My husband's gone through four different surgeries, like knees, uh, shoulder. He used the yoga as as his PT. Mm. So. Like people are afraid, oh, I can't do it because I'm recovering from an injury. It's a great way to help you recover once you're given the clear from your doctor to help strengthen and, um, you know, and stretch. So give that mobility. Yeah. And to get the mobility back. So it has, it's just, you know, it's amazing. So I think I would love to see all the classes just at capacity and just keep adding. I think that'd be fun. All right, Hannah. What's your long-term goals with this besides building building it out and having a second uh, location? What would you like to see the community benefit from and what direction would you like to take it? Oh, man. For me, hot yoga has been such a spiritual practice. When I first started going to hot yoga, it was, it was actually the first place I drove to. When I got my driver's license at 16, I went to a Bikram class. Formally. Uh, formally, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And um, didn't need to Google that, did for, I? <laughs> for some reason, I uh, I just found so much healing. You know, my first big hurdle in life—well, not first, maybe uh, the first in the United States—was when my parents moved back to um, to Croatia, and I stayed. And that was such a difficult period for me. And I would find myself in the studio with the community and something about the heat, the community, everything kind of coming together made me heal. It, you know, it, my, my spiritual self, my mental well-being, everything felt better after I went to hot yoga class. Um, and it, in some ways I got hooked. <laughs> I got hooked and I never stopped going. So in Seattle, my um, my studio was Urban Yoga Spa and I would go every single day after work. And um, it helped me with work. It helped me with my life in general. Um, and so when I moved to C to Bainbridge, it was one of those things that I felt like, gosh, I, I, I want I want the community to have that. That's uh, not just for exercise and, you know, mm -hmm. but for that healing aspect, the community um, benefits, everybody coming together. It has been Without community, I don't think I could even have pulled it off, you know, the, the space itself. It was just such a product of friends, family, um, instructors coming together and helping in every step, of, including 
putting the mirrors up, which started cracking. And like, like everything has yeah, been. Yeah, you slept on paint the whole shebang, didn't you? <laughs> everything has been a community effort. And I think that's, that's the heart and the soul of the space. And I think that's how, that's what I love about, about it. Very cool. Um, where can people learn more about your facility? Well, there's the website. We can start with the website. They're, everybody's welcome to come in um, for any class. First class is always free. Um, just check it out and start. Is there a schedule on the door or anything? Um, the schedule is on uh, on the website and on the Mind Body app. Um, we haven't put what one is on a the Mind door. Body app. It is. Uh, it is basically what most of the yoga studios in in the U.S. use to to register for classes. Yeah. So it's. That's really close to a lawsuit from me. <laughs> they said mind, body, and soul. I'm like, yeah, well, that's my app. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, mind, body. Um, you could just. It's a. I think it's free to download. Yeah. And um, yeah, but it's a scheduling app, and then you search for hot hot yoga and um, you dot can com. See the, <laughs> and when you search it, it'll come up with the schedule. Um, and people can register right online. And, and we do recommend that because classes are filling. And mm-hmm. so trying to register ahead of time um, when well, you can. We're going to yeah. start a waiting list after this comes out. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what we want to see. Because yeah. you're two fit ladies that have a good sense of humor and um, <laughs> fun to be around. Uh, anything else you'd like to say to the community before we get out of here? Um, just uh, thank you and come yeah. come by. See, come meet us. Um Check it out. It's just a really, it's a really fun community. It is. Oh, one thing I wanted to say, um, parking wise, uh, I don't, I know a lot of people just walk up because it's on the main street and bicycle and stuff like that. Is there parking available or is that on the street only? Uh, Well, classes are only an hour. So you, it's street parking. So you can park anywhere up down beneath um, TNC and across the street in front of the studio. Okay. I think we've covered it. Yeah, cool. Lisa, Hannah, thank you for coming into The Bystander today. Thank you. You've been listening to The Bystander. Be kind. (laughs) 